You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 413th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando. Hey, this is Matt in windy, windy Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Little guy, I was wondering how you were going to describe the weather out there. Uh, Because last week you tried to brag a little bit, and I know that you have dipped about 50 degrees since then. We have. You guys, it's so windy. You know how windy it is? How How windy windy is it? It's, It's so windy, I had to double check that it wasn't Ken Woods weekend here. It's like, ah, it's wow. so windy. A little known road race in Minnesota from yeah. Thanks for two, two decades ago. <laughs> but our, our five Minnesota listeners were like, oh man, that's windy. Because that there was, was a windy race. Windier than that first stretch of dead flat southern Minnesota farmland in like the first uh-huh. week of April. There's still snow on the ground. You hit that first corner. 50 mile an hour wind in your face. The Swansons go yeah. to the front. You wave goodbye to the Peloton. You roll back to your mm-hmm. car. You say, why? Why do I do this? Why did, why did why, I spend why did I pay? dollars? Why did I do this? And you know, it, the road racing is still the same this day, except for now it's $65 instead of $35. So consider yourself lucky. Yeah, that. that's true. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> so, um... There's a hurricane coming here, but we'll oh, be okay. Again, again. Nah, you just had one. You must yeah, be mistaken. It's like a cyclone. It's oh. like it's like one of those head unit, like one of those head fan units that people put in their garages. You oh, know, it's just okay. nonstop blowing, make you feel cooler. So it's just awesome. enough. It's just enough to ride the trainer is what you're telling me. Yeah. Oh, over here it's oh, fine. Yeah. It's KOM. It when I see a cat one storm coming. Yeah. It's KOM. It's KOM time. <laughs> just get this. Well, yeah, as uh-huh. long as it's like east to west or west east, depending on the uh-huh. trajectory of the storm. Because you've got the one hill, so it needs to line up with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a lot of segments. I mean, I have told <laughs> you guys my grand plan that what I think would be one of the funniest YouTube videos of all time would be to get together with your friends and rent a like a U-Haul box truck uh-huh. and then just drive around town sniping KOMs do, do on Do the Strava breaking away style. Would be amazing. And then you just have mm-hmm. your buddy like, you know, like, oh, tag out. And then like you get to ride in the truck and like eat, relax. Uh-huh. <laughs> eat, relax. I think, I think it's sounds, a great idea. I that I, sounds like, like I, a lot of work for yeah. just a little bit of fame, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the cycling meme accounts would go nuts with that. They'd be like, oh, this is brilliant. And then they'd find a way to make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. But you're like, yeah, but don't you wish you came up with that idea? So I okay. trademarked that idea about five years ago. So if anyone does it, you can just pay me the royalties from this, your this only works 300 for me YouTube views. If the back of the truck is open and the people in like the flatbed of the truck are like on lawn chairs, sipping uh-huh. beers or something, yeah. you know, or, or mixed drinks, yeah. mixed Maybe drinks. some Labatt's Blue. Yeah. yeah. No, according to Tim, they're going to be on trainers in the back facing uh, you, warming up for when they tag in to do their point. segments. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it's like Ram. It's like, you know, how like people do that Ram race across America thing? Yep. 
and there's like two buses that are leapfrogging each other and everyone's always ready to go. Mm-hmm. It'd be like that, except on your local roadways. Uh-huh. Way less <laughs> sponsored and way less, uh, I don't know, alkalades at the end. Way more, way more I mean, dangerous. <laughs> have we, has Strava come up with a solution for when people just start taking KOMs on e-bikes? Uh, I mean, I think this general flagging uh, that people can do. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I but wouldn't you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a self-policing situation where if you see something that's way out of line, you flag it. If you see something that's a you know questionable, <laughs> so, you flag it. If you see something that's faster than you, you flag it. If you exactly. see something uh, that's I mean, just you somebody you don't like, you flag it. It's it's well, a that's perfect taking it a little too far. I was, the self-policing. I was thinking when you said if you see something strange, you flag it, which uh-huh. is why I just flag every one of your rides on Strava because I just don't believe it's happening, Spencer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, <laughs> flagged. You know, it's that's like someone stole his computer again. That explains why they're all disappeared off the app. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why they're not there. Yeah, yeah. You're just so, uh, Tim. But, you're just worried that Spencer's computer got stolen. When it happens, you're like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. Got yeah. Stolen like, someone took his crew too. Clearly, <laughs> clearly he has my intervals. best interests in mind. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I'm um, here for you. I did recently, though, um, make some upgrades to the pain cave. You know, it is, it is not winter here yet, but it is winter in Minneapolis. So I know little guy <laughs> probably is on the same train as me. Um, Really so dialing the, in the workout room. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, trainer setup style. So would you oh. say, like, J.R. Token, winter is coming? I think you nailed it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send yeah. those emails to littleguymat at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Thanks, uh, <laughs> Sure, send me emails. So whatever. earlier this year, I got, uh, I think, Prime Day or something on Amazon. I got, like, a 32-inch tv for the basement and i was like oh nice. i'm set now uh but it didn't end there and i'm worried guys i'm worried uh, that of what i'm turning into <laughs> i'm turning into what i've made fun of basically my entire cycling career uh-huh. and i need to i need to have a little therapy session here with you guys because right. i have a wheel you know a rear wheel off kind of a you know smart trainer the smart elite trainer Doretto. Okay that I got a few years ago. Um, of course, I went for the Euro Italian brand because obviously I'm not going to get a Wahoo or something dumb. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's treated me well the one or two times I've used it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like anything good in Italian, it still works on the third time. It's yeah. the yeah, fifth yeah, yeah. time where it's, it's a little goofy. It's I did have to warranty it once, um, but they were very good about it. <laughs> After, after opening it up out of the box after two years, sorry, sir. Like you're very close to the warranty limit. Yeah. Like I haven't written it. I just opened it up out of the box. Yeah. No. No. I, I. I. Anyway. That. All that aside. Um, I made two additional additions to the pain okay. cave. Do you guys? I want. I want to see if you can guess like how far I've gone. How deep in this master's winter riding pain cave hole I've gone. Like, what do you think I added? Because I don't think so, it's that crazy, but it might be. I got, I got, yes. You got one of those little um, things to catch the sweat. That's sort of like the sweat. Oh, gross! <laughs> now <laughs> like the little like neoprene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a pocket. It's got a pocket up thong. front. Yeah. It's got a pocket up front for the remote control. 
Um, you got that one of those desks. One of those desks, like a like, but you got like a. But knowing you, you didn't get uh-huh. a desk. You got a drafting table from like an old like uh, public works auction. Okay. So someone's getting rid of a drafting table. No, so no, no, no. See, okay, Tim, you're you're halfway right. I've, we already have the desk down there, so we've okay. we've got the like stand up kind of roll over the front wheel kind of uh, thing to set your laptop on or whatever, which is a little bit obsolete now. It's just a an overblown thing to hold water bottles and stuff because we've got the big TV down there now that you're looking at your Zwift. Yeah, but how are you how are you chatting while you're riding? Oh, we got the Zwift companion app for that. Yeah, but that's on a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way quicker to type. But oh, I forget you're a boomer. Um, no, are you, you able to put your? You can type on wait, the phone pretty fast. They haven't. They haven't outlawed forearms on the. Um, no, the not not to my knowledge. In Switzerland. No. Oh, no. so you can do that. You can do the old puppy paws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. puppy paws ah, all day. Totally I didn't know that. Ah. So I've added one one piece of uh, equipment and one piece of. Uh, a did you gear, get? I guess. Did you get one of the things that lifts up the front of your bike so God. you think you're going up a climb? No, and you know I want to make fun of that right now as well and say that that's ridiculous. But knowing me and the way yeah. I'm going now, I feel like that's probably two summers so, away. Yeah, so yeah, the old Encyclopedia Britannica's aren't going to work anymore. You're like, ah, no, today yeah. I'm going to use I'm going to use S to SU. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> at stack of books level. But okay. guys, I installed a squat rack in Whoa. the pain cave. Oh, I'm into that. Idea. Wow. That's a, all right. Can you do pull up? Can you do pull ups on it too? Like, is it the whole cage? No, no, no. Uh, I don't have tall enough ceilings for like a whole seven foot tall thing, but uh, okay. we got like a little, a little one. Um, so that's pretty good. That. It goes, goes yeah. along with all the other workout equipment we've got down there. It's basically a full on gymnasium down there now. I don't need that. my snap fitness, uh, uh, 24 hour fitness whatever memberships anymore not that i had them but just for okay i was gonna say how often use that (laughs) yeah so like that's a pretty significant uh you know cycling specific kind of investment but Mm -hmm. that wasn't all are you dusting off are you dusting off the workout uh um routines that you and i did in 2003 when we made it to nationals in the team yeah we or our uh, James Tanner uh, national champion <laughs> uh, spe- specific workout for us. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't yet because I'm afraid it would kill me. I was in much better okay. shape at that time, okay. um, but I might. The other thing I got, guys, and I know I told you, I, I just got done telling you I had this weird Italian uh, smart trainer. I bought another smart trainer. I bought the Zwift the Zwift Hub. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do you need two? It, Explain to me that. Is that an Italian trainer? Is that like? It's it an Australian trainer. <laughs> like they just like they found a couple containers floating in the Pacific, right? And they just rebranded them. Probably, yeah. It's uh, they're they're rebadged uh, Jet Blacks, but um, the price was right, guys. Four ninety nine, and it showed up with a cassette on it and everything, and it paired right up. It was. I gotta say, the user experience a little bit better than what the Italians are doing. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not gonna surprised. lie. Not gonna so, at all. So I have to know. I uh-huh. should probably be listening a little bit more to Norware Fast to know. Uh-huh. Like I can't imagine the other trainer companies are stoked that now Zwift has just entered into the hardware game. I imagine they're not. And the problem is, is that the hardware is really good. It's really good. <laughs> it's well packaged. And it 
it is made for a non-cycling nerd. Like it is. Oh, it's made for nerds. So it's is this thing for sale in MoMA? I mean, it looks pretty good. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Ooh, hey! It is it is a classy looking thing, and it's 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 made. Does it's it hard to dongle? describe, but it's it's simple enough that like you don't need to know your rear dropout spacing to use it. Okay. It's all color coded, and they give you a little thing like little cardboard cutout, like stick this in your you know where your rear wheel was, and if it's if it fits in the pink one, put the pink end caps in. If it's green, put the green one, you know, and you don't need to know, Oh, do you have boost or super boost or extra boost or double boost? Or are you quick release or whatever? It's just like, do this until it fits and whichever color it is, put those ones in and then slap your bike on there and go. It's super simple, super smart. Now on my smart trainer, I haven't been using it all that often. As you guys know, Um, I had to get like a really long cable, with a uh-huh. dongle on it to like uh-huh. pick up the sensors and stuff. Do you have to do any of that with yours? Absolutely not. No, I was actually really impressed with uh, how quickly everything Bluetooth connected and connected to my uh, hammerhead heart rate strap like instantly. And the the power cable, I was going to say the power cable is actually nice and long, which is a, a thing that I didn't know I needed until I realized <laughs> how much of a pain it was on the Italian one. Um, not to bag on that one because I've really enjoyed it the couple of years I've had it. Uh, but this, the Zwift one blows it out of the water. Um, so anyway, little guy's question, why did I need two? Yeah. Well, there's two cyclists in this house and changing the through axle, moving the bike back and forth, it just became too much of a pain as petty as that is. No, to deal with, I, and I, I was thought like, you, you know what would have... be, you know, it'd be easier just not having to move either of the bikes ever. I was just wondering if there is a, a calibration issue between the two. Like you pushing I, out I more have watts not, now on yeah, the trainer. I haven't oh, see, tested I was that say, yet. Is Alex pushing out more watts, but uh... oh, certainly, well, one hundred percent. We already know that answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but okay. uh, I'm, I'm in deep, guys. There's two smart trainers, yeah. a big TV. A full gymnasium setup with squat rack. Uh, I'm in deep. Like I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm going to be going for like Masters Track Worlds or something in 2025 yeah. uh, with the equipment I have. But the uh, the amount of drive that I have, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, I appreciate that. I mean, you're look in the parks. The best part. What's your closest track? Uh, probably Casino, but I think I would well, take the drive the, down to Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Casino in Queens is probably the closest. Unless, are they still doing the track racing out there at Harvard, around the Harvard Bowl or whatever, like on the running track? No. They used to do that. Okay, cool. I'm sure Hartford's got a track somewhere. Probably <laughs> no. Out. Like the no. one in Detroit. Hartford's got a the sneaky one track. The one in Detroit's nice, about. Tim. We're going to get emails because we've gotten them before. Well, okay, nice there's, the the Lexus, there's the Lexus Velodrome. I'm talking yeah. about the old one in Detroit. Right. And then there's also like the one in Jacksonville that's kind of like not. Anyways, um, there was some bike racing over the weekend. Uh, shout out to Eric Bruner for uh, domination, winning every single race on the weekend at the really rad Cyclocross Fest. Um, if you haven't had a chance to watch the highlights of the Pan Am Championships, um, mm-hmm. Our good friends and wide-angle podium uh, mates, uh, Michael Bodenheimer, uh, 
put together a sweet recap video of Friday's racing when Eric Bruner beat Curtis White and Lance Haydett. And then on the women's side, Raylan Nuss uh, beat the Canadians of Sydney McGill and Maglia Rochette by about 30 seconds. Yeah. I'll check that out. Now, the Pan Am Championships, uh, pretty rad. Um, shout out, by the way, to uh, the uh, the Steve Tilford Foundation kits. The, okay. The mm-hmm. Pos Normal uh, floral patterns, uh, Raylan Nuss. A little disappointed that she won because then we're not going to be able to see probably the coolest kit in the <laughs> professional <laughs> Peloton. So now we'll just get to see uh, Lizzie uh, Gonzalez, uh, where, but she also won U23 Pan Am. So it's just going to be down to Curtis White uh, yeah. rocking the coolest kit <laughs> in the professional Peloton. Nice. It's our professional cyclocross. Good Peloton. problem yeah. to have for a team. Did you guys pay attention to all the drama with Pan Ams and the shifting around from so was, locations and all this? It was originally going to be Costa Rica, right? And mm-hmm. then at the last minute, Costa Rica is like, we're not hosting it anymore. So then they put it on the Friday before really rad. Because was, yeah. was Costa Rica supposed to be this weekend? That's the question. Because I know I Euro championships no. were. Yeah. Probably. I don't, I don't know okay. for sure. But um, yeah, I thought it was really rad that really rad stepped up and grabbed that and made it happen rather than it just falling by the wayside somewhere. Um, so shout out to those promoters. Uh, we've put on cycle cross races in the past, uh, not particularly easy, especially at that level and not easy to add a third day last minute to your event. So yeah, uh, just, just want to give them their dues. Can we talk about, uh, Eric, is it, is it Bruner or Brunner? Just pick one and roll with it. I think okay, that's the way to Bruner. go on this podcast. Yeah, Eric Bruner, sponsored by Blue Bicycles, uh-huh. a la Johnny Page all those years ago. Um, red, white, and blue frame with mm-hmm. a white seat post. I kind of yeah. dig it. I actually really dig the look of the bike. Um, hate the name. Never really liked the blue brand because he just like, hey, it's the blue bike, and then it's not blue. But this one looks really <laughs> awesome. It does really box you into making bikes that are only blue right it's a little weird yeah and then like everyone's kind of like bummed out because it's blue you don't want yeah so sad yeah yeah for a brand that i feel like i would never be surprised if i heard it didn't exist anymore uh it just they have quite the cyclocross winning streak through the years yeah it's a. I don't know. It's impressive. Did they go bankrupt for a little while there? Maybe they Certainly. did. Maybe they did. Yeah. I'm just like they're just a small brand, and it's like mostly bigger brands that have had win- riders winning big things, and then they. I don't know, man. I think way. I think I would lean into the name and just do all different shades of blue for all my bikes. Like, yeah. I <laughs> like just think blue? it's weird. Yeah, oh. baby blue, navy oh. blue, true blue. Are those the models? Uh, Are those the models blue? of the bike? Like you could have like, ooh, Whatever, baby blue, sure. that's the kid's oh. bike. Oh, the baby blue, yeah. Uh, ooh, royal blue? Oh. That's the really, mwah, mm, like, top of line. Sky blue is fancy the top bike. line. Yeah. Well, you really? can start to get weird. You can start to say azul, you know, like, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> all kind yeah. of like, oh, there's not just blue in the world, you know? Um, yeah. But like, it seems weird to go into a bike shop and be like, oh, I'd like that blue in yellow. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's like one of those memes that shows up on Twitter where it's like red, but it's in yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Let's just dig I this one deeper. Congrats, no, Eric Bruner, for taking the win and Raylan Nuss for the Pan Am Championships <laughs> and the promoters of the really rad Cyclocross Festival for keeping it going in good old Falmouth, Massachusetts. Nailed it. And uh, little guy, what was happening over in Europe during the championship weekend? Well, they were having their own championship weekend. Uh, I don't know who anyone who won in the U23 ranks are, but Femme won in the women's race and Michael Van Tornout won in the men's race after a. That's the only one I got to watch the full thing. And if you like mud and European cyclocross and. And we all do. Citadel of Namur, uh, it couldn't be better. It was such a good race, back and forth. Um, Van Tornout. Er, had a good battle with uh, Lars, which is great to have the rise of Lars. Yeah. Mr. Beat had leg pain, air quotes, so Aww. he couldn't do well. I think that's what we all have when we have a bad race and we have to drop out of a race is leg pain. Um, yeah, so I have leg it's a, pain. It's a th- weird. Through it's most, a weird thing. Almost that's every the, day. Like, yeah, that's the, like <laughs> the thing he cited, like leg pain. It's like, yeah, you didn't have legs. That's that's what it's. I yeah, have like that's getting dropped. I have leg pain. I have leg pain when I wake up in the morning and I have to go like take my kid to school. I'm like, oh, I'll drive today. I got leg pain. It was a. Yeah, it's only two blocks away. Yeah, it was one of the best cyclocross races I'd watched in a while. It was. That's, it was awesome. Go good. check it out. It's all the mud you could want. It's fabulous. All I have to check it out. No more is. One of the best courses out there. It's so good. If it's muddy, that sounds great. And a Van Tornout win, so okay. That's fantastic. I, I haven't looked at the uh, World Cup calendar. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they're going back to Namora again later this year. I, You know, I don't actually know that either. I would assume so, too. Um, hopefully, at that point, we'll have Wout. The dates for Wout and Vanderpool and Pidcock was like, her holster or whatever is saying that they're all going to be there so that would be in a few weeks we might get all three of them back mm-hmm. ellie will be on his downward slide through the second half of the season hopefully Typical. lars can hold yeah. the form uh and sweep too so it it's it's getting spicy in eurocross i know um i know everyone's yelling at their podcast machine right now going you idiots they're not going back to no more because they're not oh okay Right. It was a one-off um, for the well, year. Then go um, that being, it. enjoy it. <laughs> that being said, looking at the Cyclocross World Cup calendar, boys, mm-hmm. um, starting to wonder, uh, December 11th, um, mm-hmm. they're in Ireland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the UK on December 10th. Mm-hmm. But I would be on the other side of the... I, I, I'm going to be in um, Scotland. Whatever they call that thing that separates them. Well, yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's the I- Irish Sea. I think it's next I think to it's the, the Irish, Irish people. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, now we're getting should I go UK listeners? So yeah, 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 whatever. Just just keep this thing going. Yeah. So I was thinking for a little while to go. Um, you should what do you, you should. think? I mean, you're closer than we are, so definitely. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe I'll go. Think, think like, think like an American here. Back. You got to think like totally like an American, which is that like in Minneapolis, we're like, oh, something's happening in Chicago. No biggie. Six, seven hour drive. Right. Yeah. In, uh, in Europe, they're like, this is super far. You're going to go that far. But you're you're in Florida. If you want to go see a cyclocross race, you would have to invest more time than you will to go from Scotland to Ireland. Right. So like, that's true. Make it happen. It's basically right there. Yeah, it is. It says it's yeah. in Dublin, but I don't know. That sounds like a lie to me. 
I've been to Dublin. I don't see any cyclocross courses just hanging around. Um, Do you see cyclocross courses hanging around anywhere? It's got to be at some like facility. Like, what do you think? It's at a high school gym or a high school like rugby field. Anyways, maybe I'll. I don't know. We'll see. I've never been to Dublin. Fine city. Might be full of cyclocross courses. It's a great city. It's a wonderful city. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, as we're getting ready for Glasgow 2023 and the giant cycling festival that's going to happen there of 10 days of world championship action, did uh-huh. you guys see that it was the indoor cycling world championships and cycle ball world championships this past week? Yeah, because we were getting people tweeting us pictures and sending <laughs> us things. And even the UCI was getting it on the act and like tweeting out yeah. pictures. Like, like as if someone started to create some buzz around cycle ball and they're kind of like, we should jump on this, you know? I don't know. I'm pretty into the whole artistic cycling thing because that what they're doing is absolutely insane. Yeah, I don't know. I see artistic cycling <laughs> and I think it's cool, and then I just want to go watch BMX. That's that's the feeling I get. The ten year old in me comes back uh-huh. and is just BMX like, is at, we. Oh, uh, friend of the pod, uh, Big Matt, hit me up, uh, little guy. You're gonna help execute the shipping, but I am gonna be buying his free agent BMX oh, cruiser, really? the 24 you inch. <laughs> He's like, I think it's. He's like, we bought that when we were all racing at the barn together, I yeah. think. Or like it was oh dating back to 2006. Yeah. Um, it's great. I can't wait. Stoked. He said he put a new chain on there. I'm, I'm sure um, it's in great condition. He's going to dust it off for me. Uh, so, I think it's in the basement, yeah. isn't it? I, I don't know where it is, but he's like, why didn't you just ask me for it? Oh, I, I like, think oh, it's literally covered in I'm dust. so happy. I think I saw I'm it so- this summer. Yeah. yeah. I think I yeah. saw it. I'm going to have to get a number plate. I can't wait. I. BMX with the kids. I think that's like we were talking the other day. That's that's gonna yeah. be my future uh, for riding. So, um, little guy, BMX though, all the rage. Uh, all I, I think the rage. I'm gonna. I don't know if I can do some grinds, uh, like a friend of the pod, Brandon Codine, was saying I should. But are you are you all about the BMX right now, little guy? You can't do grinds and don't try it. You'll hurt yourself. <laughs> too old. Um, I can't either. And I I could do like three freestyle tricks back in the day. I am. I I learned about this sweet book by uh this guy bill bachelor go to bill bachelor bmx.com he was like i didn't know about this guy but it turns out he took pictures at like every early to mid 80s bmx freestyle competition in california that i had seen pictures of through the years and like stuff i just stared at when i was a kid a few years later and was like this is the holy grail of bmx but it turns out He's he's got this book. I just bought this book called Concrete and Smog of all, like all his pictures and stuff from like eighty three to like eighty seven or something. But he grew up in Southern California. He's like thirteen and he made a BMX zine, Tim, which is this where it ties uh. back in all your stuff. I tried to buy it on his website. You can buy the book. It's like a five hundred page book of pictures of like early eighties BMX mm-hmm. and like skate park riding and stuff. It's so good. But you could also buy a set where you can buy copies of all these zines that him and his friends, these BMX zines they made in like 1983 when they're like 14 years old. It's so awesome, but those were sold out, unfortunately. But yeah. this book's amazing, and it's uh, made me very much, uh, yeah, just be thinking about BMX the last two couple weeks because it's just the stuff I stared at as a, a 10-year-old a few years later. I was just younger enough than this guy that, that in like 1990 when I was super into BMX, I would see these pictures from like 83, 84, and it would look like a total other world of BMX at that point. Like the way it had changed, but this stuff would be, it just felt like the, like, I don't know, just the, it definitely the beginnings of my bike nerddom. 
is like these shots of like people riding yeah. skate parks and like these are like the pinnacle of BMX. Uh, it's so good. Era. Yeah. Um, the book's amazing. It's so I've been I just like totally geeked out reading it every night the last couple of days and just staring at the pictures, just like I'm ten again and just staring at pictures in BMX magazines <laughs> just endlessly. Um, it's great. BillBachelorBMX.com, Concrete and Smog. I don't get anything from this, but it's super cool. You should check it out. And it's a super, it's super cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap it was when I like looked at it. I was like, oh, this is gonna be too much money, and I'm gonna be so sad that I will feel weird buying it. And I was like, oh, I was like, forty five bucks for a five hundred page book of like BMX yeah. pictures. It's freaking awesome. So it, and it's awesome. It's great. I'm so happy for it. Staring at it constantly. I'm I'm heading it to cart right now, little guy. Do it. Done it. Do it. There's also sweet posters on this guy's website, and I didn't buy a poster, and I should have, because now I want to buy a poster, but now I got to pay shipping again. Anyway, I want an R.L. Well, Osborne poster so bad. I, I it's buy pretty awesome. Wall riding. It's yeah. I think that uh, I am gonna get lost on this website for a little bit. The wall ride uh, poster is super good, but any of those uh, any any BMX photo that has the uh, the mag wheels. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All about it's that. So... Forever. I had those. Yeah. My first like big, my first BMX bike that I had, it had like a, um, on the, uh, uh, the stem or on the, mm-hmm. uh, the headset, if you would, there was a ball that looked like a softball and it had eyes painted on it and it said, yo, huh? Was it like a, and the wheels and the wheels on? also had the discs. The w- wheels also had like the plastic covers oh, on my okay. BMX bike. Oh, back in 1988, 1988, Indianapolis. All right. That's how I learned what how to ride it? a bike. What, was it? Um, what kind of bike was it? I don't know. I just remember it said, yo. Um, right. While you were uh, <laughs> reminiscing about BMX, I did dig down deep into the uh, UCI Indoor Cycling Championships. I just oh, want to say cycle psych- ball. Uh-huh. Only, um, it looks like uh, 12 countries uh, have cycle ball teams, apparently. So Germany, France. Austria, Belgium, Switzerland, Czech Republic, uh-huh. all, power, all powerhouses. Uh-huh. So I see, got, I see what you're getting at. I oh, see where you're driving right. here. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then right. Uh, the, the other group, uh, you have Hong Kong and Great mm-hmm. Britain. Mm-hmm. You have Japan and Armenia. And mm-hmm. as a partial Armenian, I, I, maybe I can find a way onto that team. Or Malaysia. So there's, uh, there appears to be about 11 teams. They don't even have... Oh, Ghana. So, okay. gentlemen, so, if, if if they uh, the Americans need a team, so, so you think we you're could, telling me I should go put a one by one gearing on my track bike right now and flip? Yeah, so, I, I I think I'm that's what he's saying. Like, yeah, I mean, we could become the stars of the show. Like, if they need attendance at Glasgow World Championships, I can't think of anybody better to bring the people and bring the give the people what they want than the three of us uh, in cycle yeah. ball. Remember, cycle ball is two. Two and two, we could have an alternate. Now, the other one could be the coach, yelling out got, the things. We've got bike polo experience. <laughs> yeah, so Very we little, we've got guess. single speed fixed gear experience. Yep. Yeah, uh, but we we are invested in this sport for at least a couple episodes worth of content at this point. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I gotta imagine for world championship for medal potential sports there is budget at usa cycling to get <laughs> us over there 
The, because the with, with only 12 competitors, yeah. we got to be considered, you know, like we well, can beat a few of them, right? <laughs> well, Austria, Germany, Switzerland, that's your podium from this year's uh-huh. championship. I don't think, you know, I, I think I we can take on Great Britain. We can beat Great Britain on their on their side. And let's be honest, the, the, the events in Glasgow, I bet you we can get the Glaswegians to cheer for us and not Great Britain. <laughs> oh, yeah. They yeah. fought oh, wars yeah. over this. Yeah. So um, here's the problem, though. If we were to petition USA Cycling uh-huh. for the opportunity to represent, they're going to do the bureaucratic thing and, of course, open up the competition. Uh-huh. And then we are up against folks that can actually wheelie. We're up against folks that can actually maybe, you know, maybe some Austrian uh, expats uh-huh. living here. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, some little concerned. So what I think we do is we just show up. We get the jersey. Friend of the pod, Bao Bao, <laughs> designed the jersey for free. Uh-huh. Um, we're wearing the old uh, stars and stripes. <laughs> and we're just like, hey, we're the team. We walk around with passes. Okay. We yeah. get the press pass. We just change the color for athlete. And we just show up. And we're like, no, it says okay. right here so, our time. A little bit of uh, trespassing, a little bit of forgery, and a, a little, little s- bit of uh, impersonation. Old-fashioned old panache is what I like to call it. Spycraft. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Skullbaggery. They used oh. to call it gumption, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think Rome was uh, built in a day? No. But neither was the USA cycle ball dominance but this is the story people are going to tell their grandkids about how a podcast infiltrated the world championships of indoor cycling and didn't even know the rules of cycle ball let alone able to let alone able to do a wheelie but somehow we're going to score and the way we're going to score is like they're going to shoot the ball and it's going to hit one of us in the face and it's going to be hit so hard that it's going to bounce off our face all the way down to the other goal it's gonna the be goalie, amazing. The opposing goalie was stunned by the sheer force yeah. at which it yeah. hit someone's face. A, b- a broken yeah. clock is a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think you're right, Tim. This is the inspirational story that the grandchildren will tell, uh, you know, to their grandchildren about the team, the ragtag team that came together to finish 13th out of 13 at the Glasgow it, it, uh, World Championship. If you look at these bikes, if you look at these bikes too. Um, the, with how far back the seat is to put the center of balance well over the wheel, the rear wheel for easy, um, wheelie action. Uh It's almost like all we need is our beam bikes or soft rides with an extended. Um, so I bet our listeners can help us source these bikes and then we just show up. I think we just show up unannounced and be like, yeah, we're here to represent the USA. (laughs) And it's like, what's the worst they're going to do? They're going to be like, you're not allowed. And you'll be like, oh, why? Is it because we're asking tough questions about the UCI and what they've done to take oil money? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I and then we just, just stage around, a little protest outside. Yeah. They can't yeah. ignore us. Yeah. Yeah. We could go out there and show them our, our skills. Even better, we could have Danny McCaskill, also from Scotland, teaching us how to do wheelies in the buildup. We could do a training camp for like the four days before the race, before the cycle yeah. ball championship. Sure, that's what this idea has like associated with. I like it. I like it. Oh, you kidding? This would be dynamite. All right. You know who? You know who could be our coach? No, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. Michael Matthews. You know, he's won a Tour de France stage. He also got podium at this year's <laughs> World Championships. Let's check in with him in this week's Cycle Ball Corner on the Prem Lab. <laughs> <laughs>
Hi, I'm Zoe Baxter, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the Prem Lap. Shout out to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We mentioned it earlier, but Bill from Cyclocross Radio, Globetrotter, round the world, mm-hmm. had, some, had some folks at really rad Cyclocross Festival mm-hmm. in Massachusetts for the Pan Ams. Fantastic to see. Continue to check out the podcast and all of the great video work happening on the Wide Angle Podium YouTube channel. So awesome for us to be affiliated yes. with a reputable news source. Um, like Bill, and if you like really, Bill's work, it's really the only cyclocross news source in the yeah, U.S. of A. Yeah. Uh, yes. and it, the, like hands down, it's the only the only work getting done I in get my, media for cyclocross is Bill and and Michael Bodenheimer and the media pit in general. And uh, Zach Schuster just yeah. slaying it on the cross bulletin, the CX bulletin. Um, They're crushing it, and they, you'll see. It, it. Yeah. A majority of what they do is supported by the support we get through the wide angle podium. Uh, so if that is stuff you like to see, uh, head over to wideanglepodium.com, become a member, donate to the solar ride podcast, donate to the media pit and cyclocross radio and, uh, keep this show on the road. And if everyone, uh, selects $8, what per month, per month? Well, yeah, we can verify you on Twitter. We'll, well. Yeah. <laughs> we'll verify you uh, as yeah. a uh, premium member. Uh, Eight dollars uh-huh. a month also gets you uh, a, a, a check mark on uh, affiliated uh, programming over at Roller Derby. Uh, oh, that's that's uh, actually true. You do get a green <laughs> check mark next to your name on Roller Derby <laughs> if you are a Wide Angle Podium um, uh, donor. So uh, maybe we can see sue Elon Musk for um, copying our ideas. Definitely. Yeah, um, that will go over it. well. I'm pretty sure his lawyers way. will just want to shut that down pretty quick and settle out yeah. of court. Maybe we can use that money to get our plane tickets to go over to the UCI World Championships as, as <laughs> representatives of America. Possibly. All right. Boys, let's get back to the show. We've got a slew of emails. All right. and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, here we are with the Slow Ride Podcast email bag. You can always email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. Tons to get through, so we'll make it pretty quick. First comes to us from Rob. Dear esteemed rabble rousers, in episode 411, Spencer wondered why Eli hasn't joined Wout, Matthew, and Tom Pidcock in transitioning to glory and gold on a road team, not realizing Mm -hmm. the answer was inside his question. Eli only gets to win cyclocross races precisely because those superstars have sold their souls for the billions (laughs) we all know Euro roadies make. Mm Kind of makes Eli the world's tallest, well, you know, (laughs) separately. Little guy's answer as to why people don't seem to like Eli was, they're all jerks. A certain incredibly charming and friendly European champion would beg to differ, but Lars Vanderhaar is way too nice to beg. In the meantime, apparently Lauren Sweet, toddler, is already a world champion, so two of you need to stop flapping your gums about cargo bikes and get your progeny into a Zwift pain cave ASAP. Mm. Lastly, uh-huh. I look forward to Matt's race recap for the Minnesota Cross State Championships. 
the betting line is on whether he'll be running a seven, eight, or nine speed group set. And the tiebreaker is how many flats he'll get because we all know he's running clinchers with patches, plural, on both teams. Oh, no. Absolutely. Not in the cross race. Absolutely not. No, he's, no, no. He's, all right. he's got tubulars that have been aging since the 1970s. So I'll get, give you an update. I won't tell you how many gears are on there. <laughs> okay. Also because I can't actually remember exactly. Okay. I have to yeah. double check. But I did ride that bike today for the first time, and I don't know how long. Tubulars mm-hmm. stayed glued, freshly glued, old, old, old tires on old, yeah. old rims. Yeah. Uh, freshly glued. I rode out to the States course today, you guys, because I, need, okay. I needed to shake the bike down. I figured, why not ride out there, ride, ride, run the stairs a couple times. Uh-huh. I show up out there. There's just regular folks in the park, but I see a certain strange, creepy van in the parking lot. That's Hollywood Henderson's van. He's out there Ooh. raking in the woods, cleaning up the new lines for the uh-huh. course. What there's a some, legend. There's some cool stuff out there. He was doing some awesome work. He had it all carved out. This was the most perfect time I could have shown up because he's like, I just raked out like half the course uh, through the woods, like a bunch of new lines. He's like, go knock a couple laps for me. Tell me how it rides. So I got to nice. go. Check out a bunch of the course, uh, so I got a little sneak peek. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be super painful, and so, hopefully I don't get any flats. Yeah, <laughs> best of luck for when you go out there, and shout out to Hollywood Henderson, who uh, longtime listeners of the podcast know one of our favorites because he got banned by USADA because he tested <laughs> positive for THC. Yeah, he got the old 420-year uh, ban. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's really stoked on that. He's got him on cloud nine. Um, <laughs> Robert Robert Bianchi uh, hits us up. This is a good one. Rated R. Helmets are for sissies, and everyone knows it. Um, this was because of my tirade last week. And uh, shout outs to a friend of the pod, Martin Steele, one of our Scotland listeners, who tweeted at me, Hey, super rookie, got the ideal vintage helmet for you has the market leading ego venting system that you've been looking for. And it's something called a skid lid. I put, I retweeted it on our slow ride podcast account and my own. This thing is beauty, but it's got like the underneath the ear, uh, uh, striping is actually like hose. Like it's like hose, like, (laughs) like material Ah. you would have for a garden hose. This thing's amazing. We need more ego venting in the world. Um, hairnets forever. In fact, I'm still surprised that like everyone's still going for this arrow helmet. Like, if you want to make it in today's world for in the helmet game, just mm-hmm. go with as little material as possible that gets you to pass the CPSC. Right? You want you want as much venting as possible. Make that thing like a turbine. It's true. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I got to get a cat eye still. Do those still exist? Cat cat like. Cat, cat, yeah. cat eyes your cat computer, eyes little the, guy. Cat, cat eyes, eyes your computer. <laughs> that, like I, I, you're still, that you're still yeah. threading. <laughs> you still got all the cables. You're doing the math. I, I assume yeah. they still exist. They were briefly distributed uh, in the U.S. by Vittoria. Um, oh, so I have yeah. like three or four in the basement that I've never worn. If you want one, little guy, Are you, are you gonna I can send either? one your way. Actually, I, I want mean, I one. Would. I would definitely wear one. They're pretty sweet. They are always hunt, my favorite back in the day when, so when uh, I, Cervello was on them. Okay. Oh, I loved those. They look like cheese graters. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally want one. 
I I've mean, got, Olverde oh, looks pretty handsome in one. We must I've got a couple of yeah. those, and I've got one of the Arrow helmet version. No, I don't want the Arrow. Oh, that's that's that's, that's that a little garbage. guy. What's that? <laughs> yeah, that just goes in the garbage. You don't even bring yeah. that to a bike swap. Um, <laughs> Donate. Sid Law, <laughs> Sid Law emails us. Uh, subject line: Tesla poops. Uh, uh-huh. Greetings, Slow Ride Podcast. I'm over here just basking in roller derby winnings and hating on cagers. <laughs> I like little guy. I like little guy. Not I like little guy. I no clearly not. Yeah, like little guy. Want nothing to do with a car, but sometimes living in a cold place, it's necessary. Had a Tesla drive up next to me on a casual ride and yell that I was practically invisible. Guess that cager couldn't see my fluoro yellow jersey. I could have killed you, is what the Tesla driver said. Rather than a Tesla. I took my roller derby winnings and got myself a two-by-two rack for the motorcycle. It's made in the U.S., and it mounts to your favorite motorcycle or Vespa, and they even make an attachment to mount a grill. By far the most fun I've ever had getting to my workout. Thanks for always providing us with cycling entertainment to keep us inspired in the off-season. And remember, EVs are not here to save the world. They're here to save the car industry. Cheers, Sidel. That was that's when I read point. that. I was like, "That that's amazing." Um, EVs yeah. are not here to save the world; they're here to save the car injury, uh, I, industry. I love that. Thank you, Sidel. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I, I, the same I, with e-bikes. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. I, I'm okay yeah, with it though, because e- no, because yes. e-bikes get people out on t- to that's bikes true. to that's save true. the world. Like, I, I do think there's an argument where getting people onto e-bikes is way better than, uh, and by the way, Sid, thank you for continuing the cagers as a derogatory term <laughs> for all cars. We should really just keep this thing going. So if you ever email us, anybody emails us, just use cagers yeah. for whenever you talk about the car. I um, love it. So <laughs> do you, did you guys think of, um, I remember once going to some races with you and we saw people taking motorcycles with ra- to races and they'd have the bikes oh, yeah. attached yeah. to yeah, the yeah. back. That was always super cool. I've seen it once or twice. It's yeah. a little more of a, a handmade job there for a long time. Like you had to, yeah. you had to kind of fabricate that. But uh, yeah, now to see them available now, uh, you know, to just slap on there, that's great. And maybe you want a grill as well. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The grill thing's pretty sweet. Uh, a lot going on. Or you like could... It. You could get one of those uh, Orkits or whatever, the one of those European, uh, Eastern European uh, motorcycles with a sidecar, and just get one of those Sea uh, Sucker racks we were talking about that sponsored mm-hmm. us during the tour. Slap put on there up. as well. Um, yeah, yeah. My neighbor's got a couple motorcycles with sidecars. Like, money for money for your Myers miles. I nearly rode my Surly into a canal today when I heard Uh-oh. you thought they were a cheap brand. That got me wondering. <laughs> Which one of you big spenders is in the miles for your money stakes? The aforementioned Surly costs 375 pounds on eBay. And I just did a little quick math. Uh, that's about $375. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was tough and, math. <laughs> that's the, I, I think Liz Truss is still the prime minister over there, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 I spent... I have spent a similar amount of on parts over the years. I've ridden this bike like 750 times. I keep count for moments like this. Give me a calculation of <laughs> one pound per ride. What's your bargain ride, lads? I lay awake at night worrying about the bike that remains unopened in that box. Rob from the Pharaohs. Yeah. 
Yeah, I Rob, matter. solid shout. I don't. I don't recall saying Surly was a cheap brand, but I very well could have said that. Was it I me? Think we inf- I don't know. I don't. I think we inferred that they were like, not that they were cheap, like they were crappy, but that they were sort of. Uh, they're, they're trying to be uh, an every man and woman's bike. Uh, just so, a good, solid, like. I mean, they they used to be. That was their thing. Yeah, they used to be cheap, and now they try to keep the aesthetic but they are expensive <laughs> they are expensive yeah. the yeah. old bikes like so i don't know what bike rob bought for okay let's go back to traditional conversion rates it's probably about a 550 pound 550 frame yeah or maybe years ago so probably solid bike Could have been anyway. i mean even the, yeah. when the cross check came out it was 1100 and that was like in 2006 so pretty spendy even back then but they're good bikes I don't oh, yeah. think we hate the Karate Monkey. Great bike, the one by one, and now they were they retired the one by one, and they have the knockoff one by one now. Uh, but yeah, they're cool. Mm-hmm. This next email comes to us from Brandon Conine, Surly Ice Cream Truck. All uh-huh. right, slow ride. I'm all for everyone having a right to their opinion, but I have to draw the line at all the slander I heard on the pod this week regarding the ice cream truck. I bought one of these fine machines when I lived in Chicago to bring a little light to that frozen wasteland. <laughs> this was not just old, any old ice cream truck. This was the glowing one painted banana candy yellow. I threw on mm. some bright pink ESI grips and I won the Wausau 24 mountain bike race. And man, did that baby fly. Nice. We'd take a yearly trip in February to ride on your beloved Schwamigan groomed fat bike trails. Alas, I sold it when I moved away. That insane bike probably weighed 50 pounds, but was still a blast to ride. I mean, what other bike can tow your buddies around in a frozen lake? R.I.P. Banana Candy Yellow Ice Cream Truck. <laughs> Yours, Brandon. Doctor. I, doctor. Good points, yeah. Brandon. Good points. Now, I feel like both of these last two emails had a similar uh, undertone that we that we are slandering the actual bicycles, which is not the case. The ice cream truck is just a poorly named, an unfortunately named bicycle. And all bicycles are pretty good. It's a, it's a bad named bike. It's a cool bike. I love the rigid forks on Surly's. It's a good looking bike for what it was. The pictures from Brendan look great. It's a bad name. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And so like uh I, I don't I don't want to um I don't want to uh imply that someone surly is not a good bike uh because that's not what i was meaning i just mean i think surly's uh stretching the the tape as it were uh as far as uh reasonable names for their models um because you know i don't know that i'm uh down to a a pound per day uh for riding or a pound per ride uh on any of my bikes maybe maybe on the old zeus around town bike little guys um little guy's work bike probably you're probably making money on that one at this point um because you've <laughs> you've raced it i think on the road yeah. on cross <laughs> um you've done well, bike packing on it you've worked on it well that trek died yeah that trek that the trek cyrus which is yeah. like trek 520 yes that i worked on it i toured on it i rode it in road races and cross races for a few years yeah that was about 40 bucks on the street Yes, yeah. I got my money for that. Same though, I had to replace What's every the, part on it eventually. Do you still have yeah. the bike that you stole? <laughs> <laughs> I 
didn't steal it. I watched it sit Little guy was what was that? It was abandoned. Was that was that your bike? Was it your bike? No, it was no one's bike. How did you get the bike? Picked it up. You picked (laughs) it up, but was it locked? Uh, The wheel was locked. Okay. Yeah, the wheel's probably still there. (laughs) Yeah, the wheel might still be there. Tires were flat. Uh, Can you remind remind me? Someone doesn't. have How to go notes? like back to find out like and then like think I'm stealing people's bikes. There was a bike. I was at work. I would drop across the street from this apartment building at a different apartment building a couple times a week. There was a bike in the rack. I saw it. I didn't really look at it too closely. I finally looked at it closely. Already had totally flat tires, rusty chain. Just the wheel was locked. I was like, I want this bike. I stuck a note on it eventually. I waited. No one responded. The note just sat on it. Everything on this thing was rusted solid. How, they, how are they going to resp- respond back to you, though? Are they going to like write a they note? They could write back on the you? note. I wrote, "Do you like me? Yes or no? Will you be my? Will you be, yeah. will, can we date? Yes or no? Can I have your bike? Yes or no?" Um, I'm just saying that the note didn't ever even get taken off, like put in the handlebars under the like mm-hmm. the the thing. So I I gave this person playing room. This bike was totally abandoned. It had been abandoned a long time when I saw it, and then I still waited like four months and talked about it endlessly until Caitlin was like, Jesus Christ, get that bike. And she went over and picked it up and was like, here. And I, I mean, it. wait, did, did you just say that you sent uh, Caitlin to go steal the bike for you? Because <laughs> I was you never going to do you it. Are, you weren't brave enough to do it? No, I just endlessly oh. talked about it for months and she just went over and like picked it up and was like, oh, that's why we love Caitlin. Just, oh, Caitlin, you're wonderful. Yeah. You're the real yeah. gem in that household. Um, oh, look, I, I don't know why. I don't know why any listeners would think you you steal bikes. You literally just admitted I, to one on episode 413 <laughs> of stealing a bike, and I mean, previously, it w- still it within statute of limitations. Gotten, <laughs> it would have just the apartment building would have just trashed it shortly I know. thereafter because the snow had just melted. I know the Minneapolis Police Department is uh, short-handed right now, but I'm sure this case is at the top of their (laughs) their list. Oh, yeah, top of those. Well, top of their list because they would have brought it to their – they would have had it called in. They would have brought it to their police auction. They would have sold it for 50 bucks and stuck that money straight toward good things, I'm sure. Own a team bike, but act fast. This email comes to us from Jeff. Hello, gents. I've been enjoying hearing the new drops, and each one takes me back to that awesome Awesome weekend in the gong. This is, of course, our New Zealand slash Australian correspondent who's on top of all things Australian cycling for us. Curious about the below. Would a team bike have been meticulously maintained and be a steal at that price? Or have they been beaten to hell despite the expert mechanics and just be completely used up? Interested to hear your thoughts. And this is a link to the EF Easy Post team bikes. Mm. Um... Mm-hmm. So you can get yours now. So I followed the link. And uh, just for sake of conversation, we will go to the easy post um, bikes to start. You can get a Super 6 Evo Dura-Ace for Dura-Ace Dura Di2 for $5,100. Um, or like a, a Altegra blend for about uh, $5,100. So $5,100. I... Team issue 2022 not the um, palace skateboard, no. uh, not not the palace like livery. It's the white livery with the the beautiful Cannondale font that they returned to. Right, um, right, right. So bucks. here's the, here's the thing. 
I think this depends heavily. I think I don't know that we can answer this question yes or no, because this is a very gray area. Um, I think it depends heavily on the team, right? Like, mm-hmm. and like if you were gonna buy a, a quick step team bike, I have a feeling those were ridden pretty hard, even if they were maintained perfectly. Like those were seen in the front of the race; they were blasting mm-hmm. over the cobbles, uh, all of that. Where where we luck out here is that. I don't know that the EF bikes were ever ridden all that hard. Um, <laughs> right in the middle of the UCI rankings. Come on, ouch. I mean, they were soft pedaling around in the middle of the pack. Uh, mm-hmm. They hung out there. You know, they're good. You know, they're fast. But I, let's just say I don't know that they saw so, a ton of watts. Well, I think well, that they... What are you the, saying? Get like, a, get like a factor from Israeli because it's all desperation miles. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like... You know I, I would well, I would check the the rear triangle on those because they probably got a lot of trainer miles on them. Um, well, the Masters racers really yeah, into the yeah. Zwift racing and stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, it's that time of year when uh, when money is short in professional cycling is when EF is either doing a GoFundMe or a um, uh-huh. an, a bike auction. Now, looking at the roster for 2022, I think the the downside here is. You can't pick, like most people would probably want to pick the bike of like, oh, I want Magnus Quartz's bike or I want, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the stars, like Nelson Palace after what he was able to accomplish or uh, Rigo Uran, you got to figure is probably like the most valuable one, Michael Valgren. Mm-hmm. Not me. Uh-huh. The, the, the bike for sure I don't want. By the way, is Lachlan Morton because that thing's probably got like ten. That one, like that 10 one has a lot billion, of miles. Ten billion miles on it. Yeah. Don't trust the carbon. You know there was no pro pro mechanic but, following him from the team either. But I'm gonna just yeah. go to like the rankings of the uh-huh. riders on the team, uh-huh. and then you go to like. You gotta go to the middle. You can't go to the bottom. The ones at the bottom did all the work of anybody. You gotta, okay. You gotta go I, I was, I was looking tier. for like least amount of race days, I guess is what okay. I was Okay, yeah, for. maybe, yeah. You know, like, I mean, these folks are great, but mm, yeah, I want the guy that didn't do any racing. I want maybe the Andrew. guy that's my height, I guess, really. Is what <laughs> <laughs> that it fits you, yeah. I yeah. feel like, I don't know if I trust a used Basher on carbon bike that probably hit the deck a few times. I definitely, I, feel, I would I not like buy a carbon bike. steel bike. bike you know, yeah. like an old steam st- uh, team steel bike, I would trust more because uh-huh. you could, you can get it, you can get it straightened out, you can get a tube replaced, pretty yeah. easy. I know you can get carbon fixed, but I just would. These bikes traveled a lot, a lot of miles uh, being shipped. It's all a little sketchy, I think. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say pass, hard pass. I wouldn't buy one of these bikes. Are you kidding? I'm all in. I'm all in on the EF bikes. I, I would I'm go out, all in I'm if I could choose step. the rider. I'm out on Ineos. I'm in on any French team. I am <laughs> in on Israeli cycling. Are, are you <laughs> think you're in on any French team because they've been yeah. taken care of better? Probably more, lovingly. More, lovingly more diesel to, fuel on that chain. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm out on UAE and Bahrain. Um, I forget what other teams there are, but probably out on them as well. Homies. This year's tour route was has very little time trialing. Probably because there's no good French time trial specialists. It got me thinking. 
Since they seem to be into all kinds of experimenting, why not have a time trial where no arrow frames or helmets are allowed? They, they've just kept the hour record under similar non arrow mm-hmm. rules, haven't they? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Ghana versus Wout in that race. Keep up the good yeah. work, gents. Casey, um, this yes. is, I mean, this is right up our wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. We've talked mm-hmm. about it ad nauseum, but we introduced uh, stock uh, time trial, top stock time trialing to uh, legendary U.S. stage races. That's true. That's true. Nature Valley Grand Prix. I would love. I would love that. I would. I. I would think that's the best. I think the problem is big. The big red S wants to show off their the new aero aerosock um, yeah, technology. Changing their tune, right? What's their next technology? That's the real question. I mean, well, that, it, you gotta you gotta look at a, a profile of a rider, mm-hmm. and you gotta look at what's arrow on them, and then you gotta circle anything that's not arrow, and whatever's mm-hmm. not arrow, they're gonna figure out a way to put a fairing or sock of some kind on that, whether it's Spencer. bicycle or human parts. Uh-huh. You see, I uh-huh. would never allow fairings on bikes. I mean, haven't you seen the TT bikes? They look very legitimate. Uh-huh. Like, in no way is any of that stuff just there for aero gains. It's all structural. So, so <laughs> big bike is keeping time trialing lame. Yeah, I think so. I don't know that they'll allow the uh, Merck style time trial in the in the in the greatest show on earth, the Tour de France. Um, uh. You know, simply because I don't know that they, it's a guarantee that they would win. Um, so they need to, they need that uh, that victory. Hey guys, your recent episode about the cycling character Frank resembles our local Chad, but with one key point: they only started riding one to two years ago. See, Chad typically has no problem spending money on anything that they are told is fast, a true hype beast, ceramic speed. Overside pulley wheels, check. Yeah. Zip SL sprint stem, check. Envy wheel set, check. You get the idea. Yeah. Chad also knows a lot about cycling and is happy to tell you what you're doing wrong, regardless of your cycling tenure. Trad, Chad's all ball to talk to. Professional regurgitators of the Trainer Road podcast. They open <laughs> conversations with quasi-cycling questions, irreverent to the environment you're in. Like, what's the grade of your driveway? What do you think of what do you think a dog's VO2 max is? Key phrases to listen for. Lance was the greatest cycling ever. Pronounce prick. <laughs> you got me, Daniel. Uh, pronounce pre as pricks. Aerodynamics can be <laughs> gauge for new nearly everything outside of cycling. Another local character we have to do is the discount Chad, otherwise ah. known as the Melvin. The main difference is Melvin doesn't have the finances as Chad, but will play it off as not wanting to waste the money. You'll find this group deep in the message boards, arguing over how everything is made in China anyway, so the unbranded carbon frames on eBay are the same as your bike brand. Uh-huh. If you can manage a Chad, the payoff That's true, can be pretty you know. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, <laughs> with so many that's not true, you guys. That's not true. I, just, I can't even make that joke. Uh, Dan, Dan continues with so many purchases per month, ensuring they are holding the creme to the creme of cycling hype. Bike parts lay dormant in Chad's garage. Find a Chad with similar sizing as you, and soon enough, you too can have a Rafa jersey or a physique saddle. Hope this helps, Dan. This is yeah. a good one. I like it. 
So a Chad and a, a Melvin. I like them. I, I feel like uh, Chad is a universal, you know, no matter what. Uh, it doesn't even need to apply to sports. It could be anything. Yeah. Um, now, Spencer. Mm-hmm. Last week, this is in regards to you coming up with the term, the derogatory term for Frank. Uh-huh. Just throwing, just throwing shade, just like, hey, Freds are cool, but Franks, Franks are the ones you got to watch out for. Yeah. Um, well, we got an email here today. I, from, I mean, I stand uh, by that completely, 100%. Yeah. I don't think anything had changed my mind on that. Subject line, let me be Frank. Uh-huh. Guys. What did I do? Is it that I missed episodes 395 to 403? Is it because I moved to Tucson and am loving my best life safely away from sustained snowy and cold areas? Is it because I don't own a Tesla like Rob Kelly? I have a better name for noobs with too much money and not enough sense. Bobs. Like two bobs in office space. Separate note. In my yearning to live like a true master's lifestyle now that I'm turning 40, I have started using a neck pillow in flights. Granted, Uh the new job has me flying 27 times a year, but it's a game changer when you spend a day a week on a plane. I also check a bike bag every single time because I'm obviously not going to fly somewhere without my bike. That would be crazy. Also, now that I'm gold on Delta, I can check it in for free. Anyway, hope all is well and that you guys get a chance to come out and visit. Lastly, I'm embarrassed that not one of you bought the Maltini car. Yours, yeah. Frank Cundiff. Who, by the way, we slept on his floor at Richmond Road Worlds a block from Libby Hill. And Spencer's mm-hmm. out here just throwing Franks under the bus. Now, uh, yeah, but it's not like a Frank. It's not like Frank is a Frank. Frank... Frank doesn't need to be a Frank directly. Frank is more of a ethereal thing. You know, mm-hmm. like just because Frank rides a bike, Frank isn't a Frank. Frank could be a Frank, but Frank is not a Frank. You know what I'm saying? No, I think you I don't just know. Need, I'm not sure if you've digging yourself. Way out of this one. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Just <laughs> let me know if you need help. Do you need a ladder down there? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure about Bob though. I, I'm. I don't think it carries the same. You know, like I could. I could deal with Ch- like Chad has it a little bit, and Frank has it, where it's like you say it. You can say it with disdain, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you can't really say Bob with disdain. Bob's just like, oh, Bob. You know, like it's just kind of a funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, like um, yeah. we're huge friends and but, uh, fans yeah. of uh, Frank Cundiff. Uh, oh yeah, Frank. Frank Frank is officially definitely not a Frank. So even though he's a Frank, Frank you know, Frank's I mean. the one that uh, introduced me to the whole uh, Richmond Cycling Corps um, uh, charity that uh, I do some mm-hmm. work with, and uh, great organization that gets uh, kids out racing mountain bikes in the state of Virginia. Uh, Frank is uh, awesome, and uh, Frank, I was never a fan of calling him Franks. Uh, you were. Guy? The record shows. You guys, I, we here's why we can't go with Bob. I just looked up the baby name rankings. Uh huh. Okay. Bob peaked in the seventies, right? Yeah. But by like nineteen seventy five, it's going down, and we're, we're barely having any Bobs born anymore. I mm-hmm. mean, in the last forty years, 
10, 15 bobs a year. We're not getting new bobs. We're not getting, and we don't have enough bobs is what I'm saying uh-huh. for this to be applicable anymore. And pretty soon future generations won't even know a bob. You know, the only bob I know of is my dad's, uh, my dad's <laughs> friend. So, uh-huh. okay. And that, and that's a, that's a 19, that's right in the meaty middle of the decade or the, the century. Uh-huh. Bob. So I'm saying is we don't have enough bobs. And I don't want to, I don't think you can use a derogatory term like Bob, especially for any Minnesota cyclist, considering Bob Williams helped keep the National Sports Center velodrome afloat now, for 25 again, years. Oh, for sure. A name, Bob, does not, these are totally separate things. <laughs> one is a state of mind yeah. and one is, an a, ice cream one truck. is an identifier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ice cream truck is a fine bike, but a poorly named bike. Much like Frank. We've had, <laughs> we've had no new bobs added the last two years. No new 2020, bobs? 2020, we had 13 bobs added. Unless, 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 uh, you know, we're having bobs move here from other parts of the world where bobs uh-huh. is a currently popular name. But we're in a serious bob crisis. You, you send me that link, realize. little guy. Drop that link over there in the chat. I, I don't trust your, uh, your searching. Uh-huh. Oh, but, it's um, on the internet. So one final thing that we just need to talk about real quick, little guy, um, and that was uh, you've been doing quite a bit of research on uh, tennis. Anything you want to touch on here? Yeah, that guy. You knew how to pronounce his name. I didn't. What's his name? Djokovic, one of the greatest tennis players of all time. So just tell everybody to go to Twitter and type in Djokovic (laughs) doping and watch one of the coolest videos, and then we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it. It's amazing. And just try to imagine, just know that you're a cyclist and you know about <laughs> yeah. doping so, in, in ways that these Freds that are uh, reading about it, these Franks on these message boards don't understand. And, it's, uh, and then it's read so the comment shady. section. Yeah, read the comment section after you watch that video from a cyclist's viewpoint and you'll think it's one of the funniest things you've seen in uh, some time. And um, with that, Gentlemen, I think we've had yet another awesome episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. We'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network, including those who donate $8 a month to become verified. We'd also like to thank um, BK1 of Rhymesayers Entertainment for the intro and outro music. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com to get your email right on the air and with that this is tim in orlando this is matt researching baby names in minneapolis and this is spencer in holyoke massachusetts reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road the slow ride podcast bikes advice and rumors straight from the source the slow ride and on twitter at the slow ride pod What an episode. That was amazing. When that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight. Oh man, that was great. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again. But hey, since I have your attention now, hello, cyclocross friends, new friends and old friends and soon to be friends. My name's Bill. I host another show on the Wide Angle Podium 
podcast network. It's called Cyclocross Radio. And we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon-to-be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the Media Pit with my buddies Zach and Michael where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to wideanglepodium.com Become a member there, then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Cyclocross Radio. Do it. Do it now, Cyclocross friends.